The thing today that's different though, is that I'm more recognized because I do a lot of social media marketing. People know me and they'll approach me and want to talk to me. That still makes me nervous, but it's nice to get to know people that you've just known online. Are you ready to change your life? Welcome to the Multifamily Investor Ladies Podcast, sponsored by Freedom Capital Investments. Your host, Linda Brooks, is a dynamic multifamily investor syndicator with a portfolio valued at over $20 million and growing. Join her on her journey as she shows you it's never too late to get started in multifamily real estate investing. And she'll show you how to do it successfully as a passive investor. And now, here is your host, Linda Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Multifamily Investor Ladies podcast. I'm Linda Brooks, your host, and I'm so glad you've tuned in today. I also want to thank and commend you for making the all-important decision to learn more about how to become an educated passive investor in the commercial real estate market. Well, today we have with us a very, very special guest, and I'm super excited to have this opportunity to speak with her because I think we're kindred spirits. She is known as the introverted investor. Camila Jeffs has paved the way for other introverts to be successful in real estate. With over 19 years of experience, she currently owns and manages over 300 units through her company, Steady Stream Investments. She believes in creating financial, social, and environmental impact in every property she purchases and is the mother of five amazing children. Please, 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 I hope everyone is as excited as I am to welcome Ms. Camilla Jeffs. Hi, Camilla. Hey, Linda. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Oh, my goodness. I am super, super excited to have you here because I, too, am an introvert. And so I really want to hear how you've gone from, I don't want to talk to anybody, to I talk to everyone and just have been a powerhouse in the multifamily real estate space. (laughs) Oh, yes. So that has been quite the journey for me. (laughs) I'm sure. I'll start in the beginning. So my experience in investing was definitely lone wolf type investing, right? So the first 15 years that I was investing, I invested alone. Well, my husband was helping me, right? And we would buy property. So we started out house hacking and then we did the live-in flip method where you buy a fixer-upper, you move in and you fix it and then you move out. You make it really pretty for someone else to enjoy. You move out (laughs) and then you do it again, right? And it's just a real simple way to acquire properties. It's not a very comfortable way to acquire them, but it's a simple way to do it Mm -hmm. with all of your own money, your own time, your own work, right? And I really didn't have any friends. I was really bad at networking and I didn't have any real estate investing friends. I didn't go to meetups. That stuff made me nervous. I didn't like to go. And I was literally felt like I was the only woman who was doing real estate in the world, right? Mm -hmm. That's just absolutely not true. But it was my own fault because I didn't network and find other women who were doing this. And our friends at the time, they didn't really want to talk about real estate. It wasn't on their minds. And so we just kind of did everything quietly. And we were the quiet investors, just quietly building our portfolio. And then in 2019, it was the year I was turning 40. And I was like, hmm, 
40 is kind of a big birthday. I need to do something cool for my 40th birthday. And most people would think cool would be like, go skydiving or go on a big trip or something. Well, do you know what my cool was? I want to buy an apartment complex. (laughs) That's a different level cool. I love it. Well, it was like, it's always been on my vision board to purchase an apartment complex because I wanted to scale. I've been doing single family and small multis for so long and I was getting burnt out and I was just like, man, this is just so much work and I didn't know how to scale. And so I'm like, all right, Camilla, 2019, you turn 40, you're going to figure this thing out and you're going to buy an apartment complex. Well, so I started trying to figure out, well, how do you even buy an apartment? And, and I realized that they cost millions of dollars. I'm like, oh, I don't have millions of dollars to buy my own apartment complex. So how in the world am I going to get this? And so I started listening to podcasts and reading books about buying apartments and purchased lots of books and quickly realized that the best way to buy apartments was through partnering. Mm-hmm. Well, then my introverted self panicked, right? Because I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody doing apartments and how am I supposed to go up and be like, Hey, do you do apartments? And will you pick me to be on your team? Like it was this whole like schoolyard pick anxiety again. I don't know if anybody would pick me, but I have this really crazy innate desire to succeed, right? If I put my mind to something, I'm going to figure out a way to do it. Even if I have to get uncomfortable to do it. And so then I started I went to some meetups. I like, I pulled up a meetup and I actually searched for a women's meetup in my area, which was, I was in Phoenix, Arizona at the time. I found a a women's meetup and I went to that meetup and I walked in the room and it still makes me like emotional to this day because walking in that room and seeing like 20 women sitting around like a board table all talking about things like real estate and taxes and strategies. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Right. And it was so exciting. It was so exciting. And there was one woman in there who was doing the bigger deals. The rest of them were still in the small deals scale, but there was one who was doing the bigger deals. And she gave me some really great suggestions of, you know, going to some meetups to some other meetups to try and meet people. She opened some doors for me, made some connections and that's what helped me. Right. So being an introvert, the cold calling or the cold meets are really, really challenging, right? Like the anxiety that you feel inside is just overwhelming at times. But if there's warm, if you can find one person who can introduce you to someone else, all of a sudden that is much more comfortable and like easier to navigate, right? Yes, I totally get it. Like networking events, I cringe at those but I usually find like one person that I connect with and then I talk to them. And so I totally get it. Yep. Yeah. So here's my strategy in networking events. Strategy number one, I tell myself that, okay, Camilla, you have to meet three people, right? That's your minimum. If you meet three people and you're still feeling uncomfortable and you want to leave, you have permission to leave. It's fine. But you've at least met three new people, right? So that's strategy number one. And strategy number two is, okay, well, which three people am I going to meet? I always look for the person who's sitting alone. And if the, whoever is sitting alone, we're not talking to someone else because I'm really bad at like interrupting conversations or trying to insert myself into that, you know, group of three or four people who are chatting and laughing. I can't do it. 
But if I find the person sitting alone, chances are that person is also an introvert and is, would probably be very grateful to have somebody sit by them. So, cause they're really uncomfortable and they like, they're in their minds over there. Like I should go up and meet people, but I'm really scared. But if someone comes and sits by them, now you have that one-on-one conversation and it's much more natural. So those are my two biggest tips for fellow introverts. Those tips are amazing. And as you were speaking, I was picturing myself at past networking events going, Exactly. I do the same thing. And then you end up really connecting with that person because it's been an intentional one-on-one conversation as opposed to, I need to work the room, even though you have to work the room, but it's not like, let me inject myself. I totally get it. Oh, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, Do you still use that strategy now that you're more successful in the multifamily real estate investment space, or have you evolved into injecting yourself into existing conversations? No, 100%. I still use that strategy today. And I still give myself permission to leave. It's not about trying to meet every single person who's there. I was just at a big real estate multifamily conference a couple of weeks ago. And when I first come in, I had a good friend I was there with. And so immediate comfort of having the good friend that you knew you could sit by, right? I'd sit by that friend. But then it was, again, looking for the loners, looking for the people who are kind of on the outskirts, on the outside. And you know, often they have really amazing stories to tell and you can get to know them. And I do that even today. I think the thing today that's different though, is that I'm more recognized because I do a lot of social media marketing, right? So I post a lot. I'm very active on social media. And so people know me and they'll come and they'll approach me and want to talk to me. That still makes me nervous, but it's nice to get to know people that you've just known online. Like, you know, their name on Facebook, you see their name all over and over again, and then you meet them in person. And that's really fun and gratifying to meet in person. That is excellent. I'm taking notes just so that you know, (laughs) for my next networking event, although it sounds like on the right path. So thank you for that confirmation. So tell me what types of real estate investing do you focus on? I know you said multifamily, but there's so much that people do in the multifamily space. I've had an opportunity to interview people that have different asset classes. So talk a little bit about what you do, some of your strategies and how you being an introvert has actually informed what you do if it as it pertains to like partner selection and things of that nature. Yes. So when I was starting to learn about multifamily and learning about the different partners, so there's really four main partners. You have your acquisition specialist, you have your underwriter, your capital raiser, and your asset manager. And so of those four partners, I was really looking at first, what skills did I have to bring to the table? And I have skills in all four of those because I've been a real estate investor on my own for so long. Like I know how to do acquisitions. I know how to evaluate a property. I I know how to raise money and I know how to manage them after. But I knew that I didn't want to do all the things anymore. I didn't want to be everything because that's what I had been for so long. I really wanted to find partners that I could rely on and I could just hone in and focus on one. So as I was looking at all the four The acquisitions person is the one who's out there trying to like 
find brokers and there could be a lot of cold calling in that. And there could be a lot like brokers and owners and deal hunting. And I tried it. I didn't love it. It made me super nervous. Like I remember cold calling the the first broker I cold called asked me for proof of funds within like five minutes. (laughs) That's that's when you know you failed your conversation because they're like immediately, yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what she's doing. And so we're going to make sure she can close the deal. But I just didn't like it. I didn't like the acquisitions. I didn't like the hunt. And so I decided that I would rather partner with someone who was good at that. Underwriting, I did do my due diligence with underwriting and I spent time and I've underwritten more than a hundred different multifamily properties to learn how to do that. But do I love it? No, I don't really love it. Now, some people think that would be the like the perfect role for an introvert because you don't actually talk to anybody. But that's kind of one of the myths about introverts is that we don't like to talk to people. That's not true. We absolutely like to talk to people. I love talking to you right now. We just like to talk to people in small groups and we like to go deeper in our relationships. And we don't like having hundreds of friends. We like having two, right? Right. That's the difference. And it's not that we don't like people and we don't want to talk to people. So anyway, underwriting, sure, I can do it. It's not my favorite, but I can definitely do it. And I do underwrite every deal that I do. And then I looked at capital raising. I was like, you know what? There's something really cool about capital raising because I could do it all online. I could do it all from like the safety of my home and it's an educational aspect. So I get to focus on educating other people how to get involved in large multifamily, how to scale, right? Because there are thousands of people just like me who've done the single family thing and are burnt out landlords and just like, they still believe in real estate, but they're so frustrated because it's been such a hard road. And there's really a much easier way to invest in real estate. And that's by joining a group investment. And that's what I was super excited about. I was excited to teach other people about this new method. And so that's why I landed on really honing in and focusing on being a capital, like raising capital and bringing capital to deals and educating investors and helping people kind of create more time freedom in their own lives. Because I was working a lot as a landlord and now I have time freedom. And it's very precious for me because my five children are all in the teenage years and I have very few years with them. They're going to be leaving me soon. And I'm like Mm. sad about that. And so I need the time freedom to spend with them. I don't need a W2 job that's like driving me crazy. Allow me time off when they're off. It's very important to me to like help other people achieve that as well. Nice. So asset management, talk a little bit about that. Yes. And asset management. So I do that as well. So asset management, my investing, I launched my own property management company. So I know that space, that area quite well. And so in addition to raising capital, because you can't just raise capital in a deal, you have to do multiple, you have to do a couple of other things too. Mm -hmm. I do join in on the asset management on the backside. I like talking to the property managers. I know how to interview them. And really it's just like a phone call once a week and you check in with your property manager and see what's going on and you check the financials. And so that's a really great job for an introvert as well. There's just not as much interaction that you have to do. Nice. Well, congratulations on the property management company. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I don't have that anymore. (laughs) It was a lot of work. I'm sure no, I was. launched it and then I got rid of it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure it was. Property management is not easy. Yeah, okay. No, it's not. That is awesome. Well, thanks for explaining the different roles 
I'm sure that we've got some listeners that really wanted to understand what exactly consists of a multifamily GP team. And that helps to clarify that for our listeners. So thank you. So tell us, what do you have going on right now? Oh, I have a lot going on right now. So, well, let me back up a little bit and tell you about the multifamily journey, right? So 2019, I said I wanted to buy an apartment complex for my birthday. My birthday was in September. I'm a September 11th birthday, 9-11, right? Oh, wow. Bittersweet birthday now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, by my birthday, I'm going to get an apartment complex. So as I was learning about how to do it, I decided that the best thing for me to do was to invest as a passive investor first for a couple of reasons. So one, put my own money to work and like experience the time freedom and the joy of getting passive income and not having to worry about it. And then two, for me to really learn from experienced teams about how they run their project, how they communicate with their investors and all the different aspects and the, this, the lingo and how they interact with everybody around them. And so that was important to me. And so that's what I did. So that's how I got my first, I count it as my first apartment complex as I invested passively because I'm a direct owner in that property. So it's 107 units in Tucson, Arizona, and things are going well nice. for that property. So I got that for my 40th birthday. I was excited. And then I was so enamored by the investing passively. I was like, wow way more people need to know about this because it's kind of a hidden. Since we live in this world, we feel like everybody knows about it, but they don't. I talk to investors every single week who are like, wait, what is this? Wait, this is really interesting. Really? We can invest like this? I'm like, yes, you can. And it's so fun to help people to get into these projects. So that's when I said, okay, I want to be a general partner and I really want to help bring more investors to deals. Well, I got my first deal under contract as a general partner in March, 2020. And what happened in March, 2020? COVID, COVID struck. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so then we pulled out of that deal because we're like, wait a minute, we just need to pause. This might be kind of crazy. We need to see what's going on here. So I pulled out of that deal. So then I spent really all of 2020 just building steady stream investments and building the all the processes and automations and whole online marketing thing to set up my business for success. I built my website, all these things. And then end of 2020, when investing kind of started up again, I got my first general partnership deal in December of 2020. And it was a 90 unit again in Tucson, Arizona. And I was excited and I helped some investors get involved in that deal and then was helping manage it. Well, since that time, what's pretty amazing about when you close your first deal as a general partner, typically the next couple deals will come pretty quickly if you have spent time building up your systems and processes beforehand. So I closed that one in December. I closed deal number two in May, deal number three in June, deal number four in October, and I have deal number five under contract right now. So in the span of less than a year, I will have closed five deals at totaling like, I don't know, 600 units, something like that. But it's pretty incredible what can happen because it's a momentum game, right? When you build a business like this, it was really hard at first to get that first deal. But once I got the first deal, then I had credibility. I could continue and I could just build off of that momentum to really get to where I am today. Congratulations. That's awesome. So where is deal number five? 
in Phoenix, Arizona. So that one we're working on right now. Really excited about this deal. It's an older apartment complex where we're going to renovate the units in it, but it's surrounded by brand new construction. So a whole bunch of new apartments are going up right around it. So it's in the path of progress, meaning that it's going to really benefit from all of those new builds that are coming around it. So we're excited. Excellent. Thank you, Camilla. So before we wrap up, I guess our listeners, we strive to educate the passive investor. And so you started your journey as a passive investor intentionally. And then as an introvert, you found your niche that allowed you to live in your introvertness, but still be successful. So before we close out, what last minute advice, tidbit, nugget would you like to drop for our listeners? Because you dropped so much already. And I told you I'm recording and taking notes. So (laughs) we'll talk offline. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, as an introvert myself, I think that passive investing is actually the number one strategy for introverts because you can spend all the time you want researching, right? You can research the market. I love to research. I'm kind of a research nerd. I could go down rabbit holes on the in the market and reading the news from the local government and things like that. You can do research on the team, the sponsor team. That's always something I suggest to passive investors. Make sure you know the sponsorship team well and you know their track record. You can do research on the numbers, right? The financial analysis. So if you love numbers, go ahead and run in, jump into those numbers and validate them, verify them so that you can do that. And you can do that all from the comfort of your own home. And you don't have to be out calling brokers and lenders and insurance agents and property managers and like putting it all together, which is fantastic. And then once you've made your decision, you know, typically introverts, because we research so much, we make very intelligent investing decisions, right? We understand the risks a lot more. We're more risk averse, which is another reason that multifamily passive investing is a great investment for investors because it is one of the lowest risk investments out there as long as you have a great sponsor team who can manage it, right? That's the biggest risk for any passive investment that you're doing is the team. Are they solid and do they communicate well? And will they be able to run the project and execute the business plan? So that's one of the things that I think. So, you know, if any of the listeners are fellow introverts, I'd love to chat with you and please reach out to me. I know that as introverts, we're like, I don't want to, I'm scared. It's not like that, right? I love talking to people one-on-one. I just don't love talking in lots in big, huge groups. (laughs) Absolutely. And so how can our listeners get a hold of you? The easiest way is just to go to my website, camillajeffs.com and you can connect with me there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Camilla. I knew we were kindred spirits. This is just confirmation. And I'm going to reach out to you as a fellow introvert so we can talk some more offline. (laughs) Let's do it. Yes. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today, Camilla. I can't tell you how much I and I'm sure our listeners appreciate it. And then if anyone out there is a fellow introvert or interested passive investor, be one of two listeners to reach out to me on the website, multifamilyinvestorladies.com. Mention how much you enjoyed our conversation with Camilla. And I'll be sure to send you a nice gift and get you on our distribution list so that you can hear more about the exciting investment opportunities that we partner with fabulous people like Camilla on. So thanks so much for listening. And remember, it's never too late to get started in multifamily real estate investing. See you next time. 
For more information about today's episode, learn more about passive multifamily real estate investing, or to reach Linda directly, visit us on the web at multifamilyinvestorladies.com. Thanks a mill for joining the Multifamily Investor Ladies podcast, sponsored by Freedom Capital Investments. Your host, Linda Brooks, reminds you it's never too late to get started on your multifamily real estate investment journey, and she'll show you how to do it successfully as a passive investor. We'll see you next time.